We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we stand today. The Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We would also like to pay respect to the elders past, present and future. And their continual contributions to storytelling, performance and art. This was and always will be Aboriginal land. Sovereignty was never ceded. Welcome back to the official and original Born Born to Drag Drag podcast. podcast. I'm Marley. And I'm Thomas. And we are so excited to be back to share with you the amazing drag kings, drag queens, and all the drag betweens here in Melbourne and beyond. beyond. Yes. Marley, we are back. We are. Bring back my girls. Where they at? Yes. Hello, Thomas. How are you? It's such a good song, honestly. It's so catchy. <laughs> Very catchy. Um, so I am good. It's uh, it's long weekend. It's Mardi Gras weekend. Yes, Mardi Gras. I've uh, been very jealously yes, scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> I know. It's so mean. I've been looking through all of these amazing performers that I follow and seeing all their fun events and the parade, and it just mm. looks like a lot of fun. And here we are. We're still having fun, just Have, not in the sequence. Yeah. Have you been before? Yes, I went first time last, nope, that, 2019. No. And you saw Fluid, Courtney Act. I saw Fluid, Courtney Act. Yes, yeah, I did. Yeah, you up there? Courtney and Alyssa Edwards. And then I went to the Heaps Gay Party. It was very fun. Nice. I've never been because I am poor. Oh, yes. I luckily was able to stay with a friend uh, and we cooked some stuff, so mm. it was good. I'm also cool. homophobic, so that's uh, the other reason why I didn't go. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, the big rainbow flag in the background of your Zoom screen really <laughs> gave it away. <laughs> wow. Am I that obvious? Yes, yes, exactly. It's the gay I mean... lisp for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Mm. Um, you know what's funny is that this is super random, but I saw Gloss the other day and she's like, you know, your personality doesn't come through on the podcast. And I was like, oh, so she came here to read. Oh, um, <laughs> Right. But that's so interesting to me because I feel like I'm just being myself, but yeah. apparently I'm not. And apparently in person, I'm just completely different and I just can't believe it. Did you push her down the stairs? I must have. I must have killed her. <laughs> I would have pushed her down the stairs. I would have found some stairs and be like. All right, up the top of those, please, gloss, and three, two, one, and off push. you go. Exactly. How's that for personality? Yeah. How is that for personality? <laughs> how's my personality looking all the way down there? Yeah, gloss? down there. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But yes. Anyway, enough about gloss. That queen over there, um, mm. which your new nickname, gloss, is now G thought. G thought Mick. G thought Mick. No, that's too good. Just G thought. Hmm. But enough about G thought Mick. Let's talk about something that, to be honest, I didn't know much about, and I still don't know that much about, uh, which is burlesque. Thomas, do you know much about burlesque? I also know very little <laughs> about burlesque. Yes. Unless you count the movie burlesque. Uh, Christina Aguilera. You should not count the movie burlesque. Yeah, don't count it. It's Please not the greatest Please don't Also, yeah. don't watch it. <laughs> it's, and that, air rights. And that. Air rights. That's all um, I remember from it. <laughs> yes. Just, yeah, skipping over that. Uh, but I have known a few people 
uh, from the musical theatre and slash comedy world that have some crossover with burlesque, who've you know done burlesque classes and done a few performances here and there. Much like drag, there's a lot of kind of crossover between those worlds. Yes. I feel like they play very nicely into each other. Definitely. Hmm. Definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, I, in my mind, thought that burlesque was, you know, like this art of sultry undressing and teasing uh, to the audience, you know, in a kind of fun and flirty way. Uh, well, that sounds right. It does sound right. Hmm. And it kind of is right. However... After a little research that I did, Ooh. I actually came to find that burlesque actually derived from the Italian word burlesco and burla, meaning mockery, parody or joke. Um, so it originated as a deeper musical and or dramatic form of making a ludicrous mockery of their subject. So mm-hmm. it wasn't always seen as it is today, which is often involving, you know, a striptease, Um because that was actually made popular more by the American burlesque variety show scene in the early 1900s. Okay. Well, I actually know a little bit about the American burlesque scene yes. just from listening to podcasts with Bender Right. <laughs> right. And interviews yeah. with Bender, uh, Bender LeCreme and yeah. just her involvement in the burlesque scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the one thing I've taken away from that is just that the burlesque scene seems, or the community seems very close knit. Yes. And together and supportive. Um, right. Like, uh, I remember her mentioning that a lot of the kind of the big iconic burlesque legends in from America are still performing at burlesque nights throughout the country right. in their 80s and 90s. And they're still doing like their iconic acts that they... Yeah you know, cultivated and made back in the, you know, the 40s and the 50s. Yeah. Does that maths add up? I don't know. Probably not <laughs> the not. 40s and the 50s, maybe like the 60s and 70s. <laughs> yeah. We're not here for maths. We're just here no, for a no, time. No, 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 um, um, But yeah, yeah it just seems that uh, burlesque is definitely a place that kind of celebrates all bodies. Right. No matter the, you know, the age, the weight, the colour, yeah. the gender. Yeah. Yeah, and I think mm. burlesque is kind of also in the last f- few years, but more than a few years, having a bit of a resurgence um, mm. in terms of performance and art um, in performance, but also in just general creative art industries. And I think yeah. that a lot of it, obviously, um, we we're talking about the American burlesque scene, which was like around 1930-ish when it started becoming popular with striptease, which is now what it kind of evolves around. But a lot of it as well was from even before the American scene, which was the Victorian burlesque scene. And that was more um, performances like on stage that made um, mockeries and kind of comedies of uh, original operatic characters and they mocked them in more of a risque way on stage. And that's okay. where you get a lot of the kind of Marie Antoinette risque looking kind of costumes yep. from that have absolutely evolved. Uh, but they had such theatrical costumes, which are, um, often were often from the opera because the opera is one of the industries that has the most incredible costuming and seamstresses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and I mean, I guess people kind of have also, yeah, they've brought that back. And like you said, um, it's a whole positivity thing and a lot of people are doing burlesque now and it's so amazing to mm. see. The the way you just described it then, 
like I don't want to um, oversimplify it and say that they're super similar, but the way you described it does sound like drag to me. It does sound like drag. And honestly, it is like, it it literally is. And it's the, because there's the cabaret aspect as well, which is a bit different again, because it's not necessarily like the exact same thing, Hmm. but drag is under cabaret and cabaret is definitely sisters with burlesque. Yeah. They're all just sisters. They're all family. Like, yeah, exactly. Kicking backstage, you know, the Mm. usual. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. It does sound like not to oversimplify it, but yeah, it does sound a lot like drag and the way that drag artists kind of take the performance of gender and make, a mockery of it while also paying like homage to, you know, figures and divas and things and, you know, people like that. Right. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. And do you know of any Melbourne burlesque performance? I mean, I, as I said before, I know a few people who've like crossed over into that mm. world. I, two years ago when I launched uh, my production company, Toil and Trouble Productions, that produces this podcast. This is not uh, a paid plug. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> we have done nothing but this podcast because <laughs> live shows, what are they anymore? Yes. I mean, they're coming back. They're coming back. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had a like a launch night where we announced our like season for the comedy festival and I had a bunch of performer friends come on board and we it was on Halloween. So we did like a spooky Halloween night with all these different yeah. performers and I had one of my friends, Shanessi, uh, do a burlesque act. Right. She was doing burlesque classes at the time. Um, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It was to the <laughs> Hall of Hall of the Mountain King, like the. Oh yes, love it. And she just came out on stage. She walked through the audience onto stage in just like what you would wear Friday night when you're staying home alone, eating ice cream, and crying over boys. And just like stared at the audience for about three minutes, not <laughs> breaking eye contact and just like staring everyone down. And then at the part where the song like really like amps up and it's like starts building up in tempo, she like vigorously just rips everything off <laughs> and like smears her makeup. And then she's just got like nipple tassels on, waving oh. them around. And then at the climax of the song, uh, pun intended, just rips them off. Yeah. And then Mike drops them and then just drops through the audience. I love it. It was a very, very simple but effective and just hilarious. That's what you just, need, simple but yeah, effective. I love like it. Building oh, that tension the whole way through and then yes. like dropping it by literally dropping her nipple tassels <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> I love it. So top half nude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let yeah. it flow. In a very small and intimate space. <laughs> yeah, free the nipple. I loved it. But yeah, there's, uh, I mean, apart from that, I just know a few people here and there. Yeah. Plus we've or we've had a few guests on our podcast who dabble yes, in we burlesque have. or come from come burlesque. from burlesque into yes. drag. Yes, we mm-hmm. do. We do. One yeah. of which is the fabulous guest that we interviewed a couple of weeks ago and that we're yes. going to showcase to everyone today. Of course, the fabulous Ruby Slippers. Yes. Ruby Slippers. Mm-hmm. Well, should we get into the interview then? Absolutely. Let's kick it. Let's do it. We are back. And we are back. Live on stage with the wonderful 
Ruby Slippers. Oh, oh, the one from Melbourne and not the DJ. Yes. <laughs> yes. The one and only from yes. Melbourne. Ooh. Oh, congratulations, me. I just hit 10,000 steps. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> yes. Way to make it about you. As we were saying, you know, I actually had been wondering about this other Ruby Slippers. Yes. Because I, when I saw it, and I, because I was speaking to someone and I was like, oh, you know, Ruby Slippers. And they're like, oh, yeah, in Sydney. I was like, sorry, what? No, no, no. And then I went on the Insta and I had a mega stalk. And then I tried to see who posted first and who was first Ruby Slippers. <laughs> and it was you. I know this, but the that's original. okay. We have the same name. She's my sister. She's also a costume designer. We've done shows together Ooh. before. So, I have zero animosity. We're very familiar no, with each course. other's work. And when we get tagged as the other, we send people in the correct direction. Yes. Good. Good idea. Yeah. Very wise. Very wise. So, mm. have you actually done anything with her? Yeah, yeah. We did, um, uh, I think it was a honcho disco. Right. Uh, we did it. together in Sydney one night. Yeah. Got you. Mm. The, Ru the Ruby Slipperses. <laughs> yes. yes. The full pair. Yeah. Yes. Well, and then I, I got to perform with DJ Ruby Slippers on Thursday night. So. Wait, so there's a DJ and yes. two drag performers. Yes. So three. Yes. Wow. We wanted people to know that we were gay. <laughs> right. right. Friend of Dorothy. Do you remember when we had that conversation about names? I thought you were about being gay. <laughs> like, I, we didn't have to have that conversation, Molly. <laughs> it was pretty obvious. Well, I'm guessing that did yeah. the term come from The Wizard of Oz? God, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yes, no, so I have a background in costume design and film and television, and so a name that spoke to an iconic piece of film costume um, my favourite colour, and also something that's transformative and transportative. I thought it was kind of neat. Definitely. And so gay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the plan. <laughs> we love it. So did mm. you did you have this name, like oh, you already knew that you're like, it's going to be Ruby Slippers, or did you think about it and you pondered over others? I was driving home uh in Perth, when I lived in Perth, and, poof, uh, uh, and then it jumped to, jumped in, I'm like, that's what it is. Uh, and so that would have been in 2011. 2011, that's a long time. No that's one was even years. alive wow. back then. <laughs> <laughs> that is 10 whole years. Mm. Yeah, it is. This is. Oh, yeah, it's my yeah. 10 year anniversary. Wow. Have you been doing drag for 10 whole years? Uh, well, I started doing burlesque in 2011, and oh. then I did my first ever drag number in 2012. But the two have just sort of gone hand in hand ever since. I'll call it 10 years, yeah. Yes, 10 years, definitely, yeah. definitely. And did you begin that in Perth? Yes. Yeah, so burlesque first in Burlesque Perth. with yeah. uh, my gorgeous Perth fam, Sugar Blue Burlesque. Mm. Um, yeah, and all my Perth fam are suffering so much right now because they've all had to go into lockdown. It's Perth fringe. <laughs> yes. Everyone's just had to cancel their shows. Oh. Like, no, we're Perth. We got off easy. Uh, and they did not, so. Mm. No. Yeah. That's a shame. I didn't even know. Well, it's <laughs> a shame. Read a magazine. Yes. <laughs> Get educated, Marley. I've banned the news and magazines. I don't want to be influenced by any other outside No, people. it's fine. My mum messaged mm. me and she was like, have you seen Bridgerton? Also, Perth is going into five-day <laughs> lockdown. And I was like, she I haven't. the important news. I haven't. No. What's going on? And she responds back, the costumes are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. your mum, Ruby Slippers' mum, Miss Slippers. Mama Slippers. Slippers, yes. That is what I'm interested in. I love it's that. It's a nice cosy. Yes, why not, why not? Yeah. And when did you first do your drag performances in Melbourne? Um, I'd been sort of doing like 
burlesque that was also drag and uh, I guess that would have been at the Australian Burlesque Festival mm-hmm. in 2014 or something like that. Okay. Uh, and then I, I did Pop a Little Baby Drag a few years ago as well. We've all popped a little baby drag. <laughs> pop a little yes. baby drag. That's how we get Some to here. I want to know more about this burlesque festival mm. that you just said. Oh, yeah. Well, the Australian Burlesque Festival is the world's largest touring burlesque festival. So it uh, spans an entire month uh, and has international headliners who tour all around the country uh, and put on shows in uh, a bunch of major cities and some, you know, and then now and then they'll also do one in like Newcastle or like a, you know, less, you know, Sydney, Melbourne sized city. Minor city. Yeah, yeah, mm. a little, little baby one. Uh, yeah, mm. so that's been a fun thing to be involved with uh, for the last few years. I got to headline with them wow. in 2017, uh, which meant I got to travel and, you know, do my stuff uh, on burlesque stages, which is kind of interesting to bring more draggy stuff onto a burlesque stage, same as it's fun to take your clothes off on a drag stage. Um, yeah, so yeah, the festival's amazing. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And you can tell, obviously, that you've got burlesque influence in your Yes, it's the clothes taking off that um, <laughs> yes, the taking of the drives clothes. it home. Yes. How long have you been training in burlesque? I mean, tra- burlesque isn't a discipline. Mm, yes. Um, so training. I've, yeah, exactly. When did you You're start l- then? Uh, that was in 2011. Okay, yeah. Yes. Uh, so I started dabbling in burlesque. And like drag, like burlesque, the best... Uh, you know, versions of it are when people bring influences from other places. So bringing burlesque into drag, drag into burlesque, ballet into drag, costume design into burlesque, theatre, clowning, whatever. When you bring other elements together and mm. you fuse it together, that's what makes it really interesting. I don't think that burlesque should be influenced by burlesque or that drag should be influenced by drag. I think there's like a world of other performance styles and art styles out Definitely. there. That you can work into your drag, baby. Definitely. I think that's interesting because I have noticed a lot as well that a lot more drag performers lately are bringing in these other avenues. Yeah. For example, when we had Alfalfa eat a balloon on stage. Oh, yes. Ow. <laughs> yes. yes. The, the b- balloon went all the way down. All the yes. way. And they're not very tall. Probably all the Where way Where did out it go? <laughs> Honestly, just, balloon was like definitely their height. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not. During the interview. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, I think she saved that one for later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's incredible. There's just mm. so much, you know, upcoming yeah. things in drag. Seeing and a sideshow being worked into it and into right. burlesque as well. I think it's really cool and subversive. And it's like, oh, it's like a, you know, pretty lady taking her clothes off, whatever, and swallowing a fucking sword. Yeah. Uh, that's hot. It is. Mm. It yeah. is. <laughs> and I mean, now you're kind of a little bit in charge of some of the hiring and, you know, booking performers at Rainbow. Yeah, that's been really fabulous yeah. to be able to do, to be a, uh, have a gorgeous queer venue that I can be managing the entertainment of and uh, look at some other conversations that are being had in drag and queer performance as a whole uh, and listen to some other voices and showcase um, a really gorgeous broad spectrum of queer performance that extends beyond drag. Yeah, is definitely. Really cool. mm. So definitely. when you're looking for a performer, what are you looking for them? What are you looking for like in them? Like hotness, yeah. um, affordability. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am available. Um, I'm tick, tick. Yeah, mm. <laughs> uh, Free. Good, Free. Drink, good drinking, buddy. Uh, yeah. No, I am looking uh, for voices that we're maybe not hearing uh, on queer stages or drag stages or burlesque stages um, who are amazing and fierce performers who are maybe just not getting the airtime that they deserve um, yeah, absolutely. Well, I must commend you yes. because I've been to Rainbow the last couple of weeks, and Thanks, I've had me too. <laughs> well, I hope so. 
Uh, I've, I mean, I've here with some of my friends and they've been with me as well and we've had the most incredible, fun, inclusive time. It's been just, yeah, really great to see, especially oh. after being shut down for like a year. Right. Yeah, safe mm. and inclusive queer venues are incredibly important. Um, being here at Pride of Our Footscray, uh, who've always been very supportive of me always. and my work as well, and the um, scope of drag and queer performance that they showcase here, venues like that are incredibly important. Mm. And so I don't take my role lightly. Um, no, yeah. I'm really grateful for it, and uh, I'm going to continue to work hard with it to keep showcasing cool queer shit. Yes, mm. showcasing cool queer yes. shit. That's what we like to hear. Definitely. Mm. And I think that you're also obviously a very established performer and you can tell by just ten years, looking ten at years. You. Did you say it was ten years this year? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you look amazing. Thank all you for the time. noticing, but mm. it's a podcast, so you should tell them. Yes. yes. Ruby slippers is In wearing great a detail. red uh, she gets described as wet outfit yeah. previously. <laughs> I believe she said wet tomato like sauce. Like tomato sauce <laughs> but wetter. Yes. Was <laughs> the, yeah. the shininess. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, a fun camp sleeve. Yes. Pink sparkly eyebrows. Did you make this yourself? Lips. I did. Oh. We'd um, love to see it. It's thank you. It was from the GJ's sale table because it's a kind of a weird fabric. Mm. Um, go. Yeah. Have a touch. Yes. It's a, a foiled light crop. And it's a podcast. So describe what you're it feeling. Was, it yeah. felt like. Nice. Wet tomato sauce. It felt like it. nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it felt like nice. Yeah, like nice adjacent. Mm. Yes. No. <laughs> nice and synonyms. <laughs> yes. Cinnamon. Synonyms. 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 Yeah. Oh, no, synonym. Sim- s- Not cinnamon. Like hot, like cinnamon. Oh, whoa. Synonyms. Oh. Synonym. Syn- the words that are Syn- like the same. Synergy. Yeah. Synergy. Workflow. This is synergy. Wow. This is synergy. <laughs> yes. I feel really left out. Oh. No, I, that was a... Oh, okay. okay, okay. I feel included. Yes. You are, I do that. Inclusivity. I'm so inclusive. Queer venues are all about. Yes, that's what we... Mm. And speaking of costumes making, uh, I want to know, did you study it? Uh, I studied fashion for a year at Central TAFE and then I was like, this is terrible. Uh, And then I studied film for three years where I specialised in production design and costume design. Right. Uh, And I have been sewing literally for as long as I can remember, so it was nice to be able to inject that into that. And from film, you uh, learn that every department is literally there to serve the story. So when you're picking out a checkered shirt for a dad at a barbecue to wear, it's got to serve the story. It's got to help tell something about the character. So that's something that I like to inject into my costuming is thinking about the character and the story that we're telling as well and and what we can do to really amplify that. Tell stories. And this tells the story of mixing tomato sauce with water. Yeah, that's something my brother did when I was younger and in my mind. I'm like, wet tomato sauce. Like that time everyone's younger brother just mixes some tomato sauce with some water. No. 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 Only brother slippers. What a story. No, yeah. good. No, it's going off. The crowd, Mm. like, you can't hear it through the podcast. (laughs) But they're fucking, they're losing their shit. (laughs) No, guys, no. There'll be more stories, I promise. (laughs) Bit of shush, bit of shush. That is disgusting. It's mm. very, very, as I would, you know, used to say, feral. <laughs> I was a very well-spoken young mm. woman. And, oh, yeah, funny. Yeah. You just keep also They're just sort of off. like gesturing to my leg crotch region. Every, so wow. I know we're still talking. Yes. That's no, just me. Just show up, show this, this, I used to love these. I really want to do it, but like. Come on. Give us a twirl. Give us a twirl. That. 
Thank wow. you. Thank you. That's talent. Mm. Um, and production design. I do know a lot of people studying production design. Sorry, I have to ask this question while I remember it. Where so did you study people. it? Yeah, so many. Uh, I studied it also at Central TAFE, oh now gotcha. the Central Institute of Technology in Perth. In Perth. In Perth. Return customer. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm. you know, university just seemed like, uh. Awful. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> TAFE is a uh, practical institution, very hands-on learning. Mm. And you love being hands-on. Love As we just it. saw on stage. Yes, safely and from a distance. Mm. With lots of hand sanitizer. <laughs> Genius, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Truly inspired. Mm. Yeah, speaking of hand sanitizer, we love to keep clean. Um, so continue to uh, sanitise your hands and get ready for this next amazing question, which was in her bio, Boy George, I would like to hear more about it. Yes. Didn't that all make sense? Oh, it's going to be so disappointing. It's there just as a name drop. No, um, no we did. Um, uh, it was Honcho, Disco and Rod Richards had brought Boy George over and he was doing a DJ set at uh, Chase's and, um, and they had some other performers to just look cool and be ambient, sort of just like freestyling on stage. Um, we were kept very separate from Mr. George. Um, if he was going to be walking down a hallway that we were in, then we had to leave that hallway. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we were like, you know, we could have at some stage been as close as you and I are, but there were walls there mm. <laughs> um, in between us. Mm. So right. I've shared a stage. It says shared a stage with. Yes. So for that, for that night, we shared that stage. Wow. Yes. Yes. Wow. And Pearl? Was that the dra drag Pearl? Yes, yes. yes. Um, I actually did that touch number and I got off stage and she took my little mannequin hand and went, Enchante, kiss oh. the mannequin. Oh. <laughs> so that was Cam. Where was that? That was at Inflation at... Um, a party that I've forgotten. Do you know that so much time has passed? Homerotica. Mm. Thank you. Oh Thank my god. You. I just I do like so many gigs mm. and no, wow, it's wow, uh, okay. so much time has passed. Uh. Like I don't know. We're <laughs> <laughs> new people now. Um, yes. 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 Mm. yes Homerotica. That was a lot of fun. Homerotica. You seem to have just performed absolutely everywhere. Yeah. And One to of everyone. Thank you. It's uh, my job. <laughs> Yes. To all ages, too. To all ages. Yes. yes. Well, when mm. I heard we were going to be outside in the sunshine, uh, it was going to be something clothed about bananas or something. Yeah. Uh, and then I heard that we were inside with like a roof. And I was like, what if I took my clothes off? Uh, <laughs> and the crew were very on board with that. Um, and uh, hopefully they yeah, were too. I feel like the audience would definitely. I don't, it's happened now. Too. It's too late. The damage has yeah. been done. Yes. <laughs> Send the complaints my way. Mm. And. Speaking of performing everywhere, Adelaide Fringe was one of the places. Yes, I'm heading over to Adelaide Fringe again, hopefully, yes. uh, in a couple of weeks to Exciting. do yeah, a bit of a run of shows there, which would be great. And was it just you in the in the past that was performing, or did you do it with a group? Oh God, solo shows are one hour of this is far too much, as your podcast listeners will learn. <laughs> um, but no, as part of a show. Uh, a friend of mine, Betty Bombshell, who's a stunning queer burlesque performer, produces a show called The After Hours Cabaret Club that has a live band, do some shows with them. And she also produces uh, an exclusively queer cast show called Church. And it's just a celebration of queer party, good times and diversity and inclusivity. So we do that as a late night show for a couple of nights. As Exciting. part of the Fringe as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. Fun. Mm. Yeah. Booked and blessed. I've always wanted to go to the Adelaide Fringe. Have you been? I have not. I was supposed to go last year. Same. Have you been but to then, Melbourne Fringe? Then COVID. Yes. I don't know what I did last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe you know how they have a lot of shows like randomly in small places. So yeah, that's fringe. It's yeah. in a tent. It's in a. I've been to cupboard. Edinburgh. I've been, so you can talk about oh. it with me. Anyway, um, <laughs> the the Melbourne Fringe Festival and the Melbourne Comedy Festival yes. uh, also showcase loads of cabaret style performances and drag shows um, and good queer shit as well. Um, Get yeah. on it. Yeah, we're very lucky. Yeah. Do you have anything coming up in Melbourne? Yes. Yes. Uh. <laughs> you will find out in the podcast after we the interview finishes uh, when we put yes, it in in post. I believe uh, next week I'll be hosting Venus on Saturday night at uh, Rainbow House, yes. um, which is our, it's like a queer slutty night. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, we take our clothes off a bit. This is like kind of becoming canon for me. Uh, and I believe I'm hosting a Valentine's Day bingo party. Wow. <laughs> Must be nice. But yeah. um, You the right colour for it. Yes. Mm. Yes. Lots of red. I wore this last year for Valentine's Day, so can't do that again. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's not important. That was just me realising and having a little monologue. They'll never know. Have to pop something new together. They will now because it's forever immortalised in this podcast. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But Mm. it's all right because it won't be released for a while. So It'll be after after Valentine's Valentine's Day Day, as well. So you're all good. Mm. Oh, thank God. Fear not. Mm. <laughs> and future, speaking of the future, do you have any future drag goals or burlesque goals or performance goals? Uh, well, I guess I'd love to keep building my little venue to keep doing good, great queer shit and um, building some amazing queer parties that we can have there and uh, really expanding the scope on what we can achieve in that space and the fabulous things that uh, I haven't even seen yet that I'd love to showcase. Uh, as an individual performer, I guess I'd like to just get through the year um, alive. Yep. Um, <laughs> with my friendships intact. Off to a good start. Uh, with money in the bank. Um, that would be that'd be a pretty... Mm. <laughs> I feel like we're all just so used to disappointment after last year. Honestly. And just having like everything yanked <laughs> yeah. away from us that we're like, yeah. it's fine. Like, oh, you can't go to Perth Fringe because the borders are fine and you were going to host this like award-winning show. And you're like, well, I guess that's fine. Mm. Yeah, pretty mm, much. Fine. Yeah, so... Pretty much. You're like, that's cancelled. Mm, yeah, if I could hang on to my health and my modest wealth and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. my friendships, and that would be yeah. that would be great. Mm, I yes. mean, we just a little bit, oh, you're fired. Okay, yeah, sound, sounds oh, about yeah. right. Yeah, Marley and I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have four. Here's yeah, but now you're in yeah, the, the podcast game, making the yeah. big podcast this dollars. Is yes. They're like, it's like 70 bucks at the door for this one, isn't it? This yeah. One? Yeah. yeah, if you didn't you get know, charged just on leave the way it on out. the table. <laughs> yeah, just straight <laughs> into my good. pocket, please. <laughs> straight in, straight in. <laughs> well, well yeah. oh, sorry, you go. Wow. We're just so in tune with each other. It's we unbelievable. In sync. Synergy. Syn- Callback, flawless. Oh, comedy. Synergy. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you, Ben. Well, I was going to say that you're off to a running start this year. Running. Yes. Running. Not as many steps as you. No. Callback! Wow! <laughs> it's good. It's no, good. Wow. don't. The audience hated yeah. that joke and they mm, made no w- laughter at it. <laughs> I would not be mad if you fired me like you fired Ryan and replaced me with Ruby after that joke because hilarious. Well, uh, just put it on the black one again. Anyway, <laughs> what I was... Do you guys need like I know, a it's so, I'm so sorry, but okay. if you don't know, it's actually really fun to make Corkazoids uncomfortable. 
It is. Um, and so I just love to do it. I just love to see the reactions, the red faces, the laughs, the, the silences. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Red. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Blushing. Blushing. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, Ruby, thank you so much. We just... You've been on our list for ages and we finally got to have you. Oh, it's been a pleasure to be had. Yes. Especially by you. Especially by oh, us. I feel really left out. <laughs> Call she's, back flawless. She's talking about us together as oh, well. Got it. Synergy. Synergy. Yeah. Yes. But as we do have you here. I am mm-hmm. here, I suppose. I think that you could help us with a little fun game. Mm. I love fun. Yes. <laughs> you really convinced me with that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I'm like super about it. Okay, oh, wow. she's super about it. As you can tell, she's <laughs> super Now let's have some fun! Yes! Let's, yes! let's get into it! Well, there you have it, folks. There Fabulous. You have it. Incredible, amazing, talented yes. Ruby Slippers. Yes. Manager of my new favourite night out. Yes. Rainbow. Well, my new favourite venue at the Rainbow, yes. We love the Rainbow. You can find me there pretty much every Thursday, Friday or Saturday, depending we on what I We alternate nights. When Tom isn't I, there, I'm there. I know. <laughs> we all, We've never been there at the same time. It's so weird because we're both always there, but always yeah. different nights. I've been... So this last this weekend I was there Saturday night. Last weekend I was there Friday night. The week before that I was there Thursday. So I'm like just trying every night. And I was there Wednesday night this week as well. Well, I was there last Thursday at served. I was there the Friday before that at Keith and Daz's Froth yeah, Fridays. At froth. And then I was there the week mm. before as well. I mean, it's just never ending. But it's just so much yeah, fun. And, and the DJs and Ruby, are so good. Yeah, and Ruby does such a, an incredible job. Picking the she lineup. She does. Or, or trusting the lineup with the right people. Never as well. fails, honestly. Yeah. So good. Always so good. And so, mm. you know, we get such varied performers. So it's so fun always. It's not the mm. same thing all the time. Exactly. So it's so good. And I was, sorry, I was telling you, I think it was last weekend when I was there, there was some just, you know, um, some technical issues that were happening that you just know they happen, mm. whatever. Um, and Ruby was like, bang, straight on. Like she was up there with on the DJ booth, like fig- figuring out things and yeah. fixing things and plugging different things in. And she was cool and calm and collected. Yeah. And we got there and the music was happening and pumping. Yeah. CCC, cold, calm, mm-hmm. cool, calm. I was just watching her like coming, you know, from a producing yeah. background and just watching her being like, she's incredible. Just so like on it. Yes. And, yeah. And she always, always looks 10 oh, out of yes. 10 <laughs> like cannot fault you can tell that this lady went to fashion school mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. always on point it's always yeah. fun to look at so you can go to rainbow house and stare yeah. at ruby slippers and please do yes okay so basically what we're saying is that everyone needs to follow everything that ruby's doing and you can do that at her instagram which is at ruby slippers Nice and easy. Yes. But don't get it confused with the DJ Ruby Slippers or the Sydney drag performer Ruby Slippers. No, no, no. It is our Melbourne, a fabulous drag queen herself, Ruby Slippers. Mm -hmm. Do you know, I think we should make it this year's mission to produce an event with all three Rubies. Yes. 
So we can have the two rubies doing their, their drag numbers and performers and then the DJ ruby slippers can DJ in between. That I What would we call the nice? So many uh, options. I don't know. Triple ruby. Ruby, ruby slippers with three ruby, ruby slippers. Yeah. Like Elliot with two T's, but not. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right molly let's it's time for the events segment <laughs> yes let's get into yes. it um what what do we have on wednesdays oh wednesdays we Let love wednesdays we have drag wednesday is drag bingo night we have drag bingo at pride of alfred scray with aurora arsenic we have drag bingo at molly's bar with rotating hosts and even piano bar has drag bingo as well. so stay oh that was mm-hmm. a sentence stay up to date by following piano bar on all their socials mm. And uh, Tinkle has just started up at Tinkle, of yes, course, on Wednesday nights as well. Yes, at oh, Rainbow perfect. House. Which what do yes. they do there? You went Pride, no Rainbow. What do they do at what Tinkle? Do they do? Yes, uh, it's just a it's just another fun camp piano bar. We love it. Get up, have a sing. There was a f- Crayola was there singing last time. We love uh, Tequila Nefertiti. It was incredible. Yes, I, the quality of vocals that was happening was intense all right moving on to thursdays we have bingo at the vaudeville cabaret restaurant with max the drag queen uh we've got baby drag at molly's with rotating hosts we've got hey henny downstairs at circuit with new shows and we've got the amazing and undeniable asia buffet hosting serve thursdays at rainbow house club featuring special guests oh what more could you want except fridays fridays Mm -hmm. has molly's who have their spag and drag molly's bar that is we have the vixens performing at vaudeville cabaret restaurant in fitzroy we have pride of our footscray who has jocelyn bosoms hosting pride live each week with rotating guests we have froth fridays at rainbow house with keith and dazza and special guests which is always a fun and extremely funny time may i add as well as the 86 Bar, which has fellas in frocks, and they have rotating hosts such as Tequila Mockingbird, Art Simone, and Ruby Taboo. I believe Art Simone is hosting this week. Yes. Yes, newly announced drag race down under cast member, Art Simone. Yes, which uh, will Friday be... Friday was also... Sorry. No, no, I was go. just going to say it's tomorrow, Friday. So yes. get down. It's also uh, it's also my birthday on Friday. Oh, um, so you could you will one hundred percent catch me on Smith Street somewhere. Buy him a drink. <laughs> I would probably go to all three venues if I can. I tried that. Don't Smith do Street. it. Don't do it. No, nah, doesn't work. You're just setting doesn't yourself work. up to fail. Do two. All right, I'll do two. Yeah, I'll do two. And don't plan on coming back to one. No, 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 God, no. no. But yeah, if you see me out, buy me a drink. That's my breath. Do hey. it. <laughs> cool. Um, and then moving on to Saturdays, we have at Pride of Our Footscray and a fair to remember hosted by Bathsheba with rotating guests. At Saturdays, we also have uh, Puftuf. You can dance the night away. Uh, moving over to Molly's at Saturday nights, we have Diva with the host D Flowers and special guests. We also have Venus Nights, hosted by this episode's guest, Ruby Slippers, at Rainbow House Club, which features numerous special guests. Additionally, Honcho Disco has a monthly Saturday show, and they are always a very fun camp time, so follow them to stay updated. Yes, absolutely. And then lastly, but never, ever, leastly, we have Sundays. And Sundays includes... 
piano bar nights. So if you want a road trip, you can choose from Piano Bar, Geelong, Ballarat, Colac, or even the pop-up in Werribee. So go to their website for more information. There's also Pose, which is super exciting, and that is hosted by Baylor Moore and has a team of stars involving involving including you'll never know egg saint laurent <laughs> randy roy born to drag alumni amelia nitrate kiki victoria bitter simple the list goes on and on and on and it is now at molly's bar so you can pre-book for all your molly's events the week of from monday at 9 a.m sunday also has a new show drum roll please how do i drum roll on this what if i just um Ba, 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 ba. We can sing. Yes, it is Betty Rose hosting That's Hot at Rainbow House Club. And that is happening once a month. And the first show is March 14th from 8 p.m. So get on down because it's going to be a good time. There's always a theme. The first theme is Go Go. Rococo or Go Go. Yeah. Rococo or Go Go. Mm. Yes. I'm glad you could say that because I had I had the struggles. <laughs> um, but yes, get on down there. Look, I'll probably be there after our show. Yes. yes. Because Sundays is what? Our day. Yes. Yes, it is. Do not get it confused, Hennies. We want to see you at an upcoming Born to Drag live show. We've got one coming up on the 14th of March, which is a crossover podcast with the Divas on Divas podcast. And it features a very special guest, also known as Beyonce double incarnated because she ain't dead, Crayola. It's just good times all around and there can only, there's only... Yep. Two shows left, right, Thomas? I know, so sad. I know. Two live shows left yes. for the season. Two left for the season. So, yeah, make sure you click on the link in our bio to book your tickets so you can come to the Pride of Our Footscray Community Bar and enjoy a Sunday afternoon with us. Yes, we've got some very, very fun things planned. We do, we do. Um, We're going out with we'll a bang, guys. Yeah, we'll be chatting about an iconic diva. Iconic. One of our favourites. Yes. But it's a secret. It's so a, sh- it's a sh- it's a Blair St. Clair. Brr, shh. Exactly. Exactly. And we are sitting on a secret. Sitting on a secret. <laughs> I'm so good at seeing. I'm coming to yes. Tinkle on Wednesday. Um, on that <laughs> note, <laughs> will I call it a note? I'm like, mm. <laughs> On that, um, yeah, that, that beat. <laughs> yeah, that thing that came out of your mouth. Uh, I have been Thomas. Yay. And I am Marley. And we will see you next time on another episode and at another live show of Born, Born to, to Drag. drag. Goodbye. That's hot. That's hot, Gus. That's hot. Bye. <laughs> That's hot. You're so hot. <laughs> Born to Drag is a Toil and Trouble production. Produced and sound engineered by Thomas Bradford. Co-produced by Marley Koenig-Drew. And season two is co-hosted by Thomas Bradford and Marley Koenig-Drew. Our theme song is an original by Thomas Bradford. And our logo artwork is designed by Marley Koenig-Drew. And digitally transformed by Thomas Bradford.